Back to the AOE with AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Aaron Davis. That beat goes nuts, doesn't it, RP? Yeah, it doesn't want to stop nodding. Harrison be like they like DMC from Run DMC, man. Just, just. <laughs> yeah, we got back here in the studio. <laughs> That's a good one. Rudy, you moved to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You go to York College, which is uh, you come from the, uh, the 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 ocean and the mountains of California to the plains and cornfields of Nebraska. How culture shocked were you when you first got to York? Oh man, it was completely different. I, <laughs> I you know, you, you go and visit a new place and, you know, it's really kind of hard to tell what's around, you know, even yeah. when you're there to like understand the neighborhoods or the logistics of where everything's placed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I saw the campus, you know, and it was nice. It was a small little school. So I knew that much coming in, but a town of like 7,000 people was, <laughs> I can't really tell you the depths of it, but it was, it was a complete 180. You think about a town of 7,000 that a town of 7,000 was like the amount of people leaving your neighborhood in just one area in the morning commuting. Oh yeah. Yeah. High school had 2,500. So, I mean, Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was, Yeah. And and being that it's your college, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the biggest culture shock was that uh, it's a Christian school. And so Mm -hmm. they have really tight rules there. And that's the part that, you know, I wasn't really aware of coming in, Mm -hmm. you know, that that was hard. And not just for me, but a lot of the students there from all sports. You know, that kind of brought us together in a way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. Tell me about tell me about your baseball career there at York. What stands out the most? Tell me a few highlights. And tell, I'm gonna say this. I'm, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ask all of them. Tell me a highlight and tell me a low point of your collegiate career uh, there at York. Yeah. Start, so. with, start with start with start with the low point first. We're gonna end on. I mean, in that part of the high point. Start with start with one that just like man, as you look back now at 30 years old, that you mm-hmm. look back and be like, that sucked. Yeah, um, I'd say for me, I mean, when it comes to games, you know, that my first year, there's a slump that I went through that was just uh, not the greatest experience, you know, and, and I completely made it harder on myself throughout that experience. And a lot of it is, is mind, mindset, the way you think, mm. the way you carry yourself, the way you take every rep at practice, the way you approach a game. Um, that, that was probably one of the biggest uh, biggest low points. What did you okay? Tell me the high point. What was one of those things that stood out to you? Like, okay, this is cool. This is one of those things that you'll never forget. What was one of those moments? It was actually the last game I've ever pitched. So, um, we're coming in, we needed to win this game to tie for first for conference, mm-hmm. you know, coming into playoffs. And they threw me into pitch. And uh, back when we would do it, we play a weekend, we do a nine inning game followed by a seven inning game on Friday, mm-hmm. nine inning game followed by a seven inning game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I pitched game number four, and like I said, this was to win conference or tie for first. And uh, so in a seven-inning game, you have 21 outs. Well, I had Mm -hmm. 18 strikeouts. Oh, wow. And I had one of the RBIs. And uh, actually, I scored the second run. We won two to one that game. 
Yeah, you were Ohotani before Ohtani was Ohtani. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said that one. It was that one, or there was a game I came, I played, I went five for five. I was a triple short of a of a cycle, which is a home run, double, triple, single in a game. I had came mm. up my last at bat, I had two home runs, a double, and a single. So I was going for that triple, ended up putting it over the fence again. So I ended up with three home runs that game. And those that's those were that I, I I definitely remember. Talking about bright spots, that's definitely a bright spot, brother. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So, Rudy, okay, so now we go post college. Mm-hmm. Okay, you uh, you're done with school, and you hit the workforce. You hit the workforce, and um, tragedy strikes. Mm-hmm. Tell us about. You said there's five at five siblings. Four, you still alive. Uh, yeah. still with us right now as, for as much as you feel comfortable sharing tell us about because this happened during covid but share about the passing of your brother and how, how that galvanized but just give us the background on that if you would yeah so um i'll start with the business um you know coming out of college was probably the greatest turning point of my life mm-hmm. you know because i came out and We'll go back to talking about a, a girl real quick, but I was coming out in a nine-year relationship. She was in California. I ended up staying out here to to start my life over. You know, mm-hmm. you know, which leads back to the biggest turning point of my life. But mm-hmm. I don't not only that, it was one of those positions you brought up earlier where you can go one way for good or you can mm-hmm. spiral out the other way. And I right, right. consciously thought that to myself. And I said, No, you're not gonna you're not gonna spiral. You get one chance and this is this is the opportunity. Don't let it pass. You're not mm-hmm. going to get a lot. Of it. And so I spent uh, from that point in 2016 when I graduated, that's when I got into this whole self-development journey. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I just immersed in it and I've been immersed in it ever since. But let me catch you back up. I, I went five years as a server after after college, which was great for me because I was already practicing the mindset stuff. I was getting qualified or certified to become a life coach. But being that I was a server, I was dealing with a lot of people. And so my people skills, I got to practice on a daily. You know, when you have a conscious mm-hmm. intention to do something every day, it's like, you know, practicing a sport. You you know what you're you're there to practice. And mm-hmm. fast forward a bit, um, we get into 2019. And I was just at a position where I was like, man, like I've learned so much about people who have started from worse places than me. And you know, are, are living on top of mountains now, you know, over overlooking the ocean and a, and a house. And it's like, man, how do they do that? You know, like, what is it? What's the secret? Um, and for me at the time, the answer I got back was start your own business, be an entrepreneur, be your own boss. You know, um, I don't do well with, you know, uh, being controlled and told what to do so much. And so I thought, mm-hmm. hey, this is my chance, you know, I studied, you know, I talked myself up so much. Let me go for it. And at the time, I was really big into uh, into attracting things into your life, you know, focus on on specific things that you want. And uh, mm-hmm. I was in the process of starting up a cleaning company, and I was working with a mentor at the time, and he kicked me the idea of, hey, well, out here in Texas, we're doing a, this new type of service. It's a sanitizing and disinfecting service. So he, he shot me the idea. And I was like, hey, you know, take it out to, to Nebraska if you want to. I did research for days. I could not find anything about this service. And it just so happened that uh, I started this service three months before COVID came out. Oh, man. Yeah, so, oh. So it, it got me going a little bit, you know, and 
And not only that, but I was real big in, about innovating in business, you know, package deals and, and stacking different services mm-hmm. together to make a higher ticket for yourself. And so I was able to go out and uh, offer that service that no one else was offering at the time. And um, it, it ended up being great. I mean, you know, you can only imagine with COVID coming. But then, you know, you start to get momentum and things are going good in your life. And um, you know how things go. It's like, all right, you're going to be tested yeah. at some point, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. at this point, I've also been what, six or seven years into the self-development world and, you know, applying different principles and and different techniques that I've learned to to gain consciousness, mm-hmm. be aware of, of what's going on. And the biggest tragedy of my life happened about, I don't know, six months into me starting up my business. And that's when uh, my brother got into a car accident and uh, ended up losing his life. You, and that, uh, that was Rudy, brother, you start a business. Um, it, it just blows me away that you hit, we hit a pandemic. Okay, that's why I'm choosing my words here carefully. And I'm looking outside right now. You, you, we choose, you, you, you start your business during a pandemic, mm-hmm. not knowing that that was going to hit. It just happens to be one that will be a need that we would need forever. So you have this extreme high, like you have in sports. You know, you, you have 18 of those strikeouts, the 21 plus an RBI. Um, you were in the server industry for five years. You're learning people skills, your, your self-development, personal development. All these things going great. You're taking the attitude you took from the diamond and bring it into the, as a server, being uh, willing to learn and to adjust. One of our texters just said that in right now. Hey, hey Ron, what's happening, homeboy? He just mentioned right there, he goes, thank you for mentioning adjusting, adjusting their scheme on the fly. You know, what you've done that, you understand you have to adjust at times. Yeah. You know, but then you get hit with the ultimate punch in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk more about that here. So I know we got to go to break. We're going to go to break and we're going to talk more about that. when We come back. How did Rudy deal with the start of a new company in the most amazing, one of the most painful loss you can lose in a sibling? Folks, you want to stick around as we talk to Rudy, uh, CEO of Just Vantage, also uh, uh, clean three. I'm going to get it correct, Rudy, the cleaning company. I want to get it correct. Sanitize 360. Sanitize 360. CEO of Sentai 360 Advantage. We got Harrison at the mothership. We got Rudy in uh, in Nebraska. You got AD of the AOE here in Auburn Tiger Country. Folks, we'll be right back. Stick with us.